What's poppin' fam? Welcome to Don't Touch My Mindset, a podcast that is designed to uplift, inspire, and motivate you, and most importantly, share tools to help you protect that mindset. Yo, super excited. Welcome to another episode of Don't Touch My Mindset, uh, True Development, Pivotal Moments. Um, Doc, what's your podcast? Uh, uh, Nico, what you know, hello. My, we, we all here. That's what I'm trying to say is that we all here. Super excited to be with you guys. Um, thank you. Thank you. We obviously uh, just had a phenomenal weekend at the Amplify workshop. I mean, with, with the attendees that came out, absolutely just beyond transformed and i hope that they continue the work that they started this weekend um and and i only speak from past tense because as we record this this is actually live in the amplify workshop it's going to come out next week super excited about it but um we're actually here with some of the attendees and um standing here with the speakers i'm going to go down the line let them introduce themselves um and let them tell you what they spoke on right in the uh in the amplify workshop and then we have some questions that the attendees have that we're gonna answer to the best of our abilities Uh, my name is jay hi absolutely phenomenal love to meet you guys um and i i I put together the amplify workshop and i spoke about awareness i just want people to know who they are understand themselves um understand others and then recognize situational needs and what's needed at the moment and the best way to regulate themselves. So I, I spoke about, I know this is a lot, but I spoke about awareness um, at the Amplify workshop. What's up, beautiful people? Am I talking here? Yeah, yeah. That's where you want me? Yeah. Cool. Uh, Doc Jacobs, I am a, a pastor uh, in LA area. Uh, I spoke on purpose. And uh, we talked about how our purpose is to be with God and be used by God. And we can't do that unless we fill our fountain. So, uh, yeah, that was fun, man. Uh, really honored to be included with uh, beautiful, talented people. And what's your, what's your tagline? What's your... Kiki Loka? No, not Kiki Loka. <laughs> your your, your, your uh, affirmations. Oh, my you, wor- Yeah, you are... A stunning, worthy, dependable leader? Yeah, it's, it's oh, great please. to be here with stunning, worthy, dependable <laughs> leaders. <laughs> Especially this one over here, anyway. Yeah, Doc Jacobs, honored to be here. Thank you. Yo, what's up? Uh, <laughs> my name's Nico. <laughs> and Jay brought me in to speak on mindfulness and uh, inspiration. It's a joy to even be included and thought of as a leader. Um, so it was a joy to speak on mindfulness and inclusion. This one or this one? Uh, either one either I'm one. doing both. Okay. Hi, make sure I'm heard. <laughs> I'm doing both of them. I'm Keola Rains, and I shared on focusing on goals, brought some tears to the attendees as I taught them how to create their own positive powerful affirmation. I love helping people to believe in themselves, reminding them that they're worthy and deserving of everything that their mind is capable of dreaming. Hey, Keola made, made Jay cry. She made the host cry. So when she said she brought the tears, like she's not lying. She's not lying. My name is Brandon Burns, keynote speaker, peak performance coach, and I spoke on leadership development, both self-leadership and the leadership of others, and how you can do that systematically and effectively. I love it. 
closet. Right, that's what it is. Well, there is a mute button on here. I just don't know how the mute and unmute works. But we're all good. <laughs> never all my life. I've never known how the mute or unmute work. <laughs> Especially when I'm talking. Um, dope. Well, first question, guys. First, first, first question. And this one is for... Dun, 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 dun. I'm going to just start her off. Uh, Keola. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. They're asking the questions or you're asking the questions? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just, just start it off because this last session is called You. Oh. All right. So and it's, so it's for everybody. Um, and then we're going to dive into those questions. Cool. Um, so what are you going to do next? What am I going to do next? Yes. In for, my life? For my your career? life, your personal, professional growth. After, I'm after coming in. I saw Nico yeah. sit up, so, <laughs> so I'm going to check my posture. <laughs> Um, what is next for me in my career is leadership work in a new community. Um, I'm attending a retreat in two weeks where we are building out the year program for that community, put in some diversity and inclusion. Um, I have some, tra some personal travel, which I'm excited about. And when it comes to my career, the next thing that's coming is the, the last level of certification that I can achieve in fitness, which is a certified strength and conditioning coach. Mm -hmm. um, the last level I can achieve in nutrition, which is a precision level two coach. So just working on those over the next year or so, putting it out there. You guys heard it here first. So now um, working towards the, the last levels of education that I need, I'll always be continuing and and going to courses and reading and developing, but those are the last two certs I'm working on just to close close out, round out my all the letters after my name. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> Put I the like whole alphabet there. I like that. That makes me happy. I'm checking audios because I, 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 I hit the mute. I hit the mute and then I hit the unmute and I was, I was not confident. <laughs> no, I love that. So finishing up the last level of search, some travels, going to go do some more leadership training, of course, which is all, like continuous improvement, like always, like in whatever area, field, industry, whatever you do, whatever game you play, whatever lane you're in, continuous improvement, continuous development is going to take you to the next level. You're like, like when you think you've reached the most that you have reached, that's just the bottom of your next level, right? Mm -hmm. Your resources don't run out. You stop looking for resources. That's what happens when, and when it comes to anything in our leadership development. So I love that even as we pour out, you're getting ready to get poured into. Yeah. A hundred percent. That makes that makes me super happy. B, what is I guess you I guess you need this one. Yep, okay, here you go. <laughs> what's next for Brandon Burns? Man, well, quite literally what's next is uh, getting on a plane first thing in the morning and flying over to Michigan to do uh, a presentation on values, actually, with uh, some freshmen at Michigan State I'm University. Only reference you one time, just yeah. once, oh, just oh once. <laughs> um, you know, doing that, that presentation with ET, so that's gonna be a lot of fun, but it's really just a matter of, of reps, right? More reps with the content, more reps on stage. Mm -hmm. It just, I, I think people overcomplicate it sometimes, and it's like, you, you pick what you wanna do, and then you think it's constantly something next, when oftentimes, there's that season that feels like a plateau, but you're really getting better every time that you do it. Mm -hmm. So that's the season that I'm in right now. Yeah. Uh, Nico, Nico, go ahead. Nico, Nico, Nico Morales, what is next for you? <laughs> Hanging out with you is what's next for me, man. Like, <laughs> shoot. Um, no, when I get back to Albuquerque, New Mexico, I have a presentation for an organization that helps individuals as they re-enter into society from being incarcerated. Uh, so that's the most immediate thing. Um, and then I will continue to build a uh, continued education units that I teach for behavioral health. Um, 
that's what's next for me. Papa Dot. That's right. Cool. Uh, <laughs> what's next for me is uh, I'm going to preach tomorrow, and then uh, I'm going to go on two weeks of vacation to mm -hmm. Michigan. Whoa, whoa. Um, and I'm really looking forward to that so I can fill my fountain, be with my family. Um, and, uh, man, and I'm just excited to get my feet wet and continue to, dis to discover uh, how I can be a gift to others, man. And these types of platforms and, and opportunities is, uh, is really exciting. I also do some part-time teaching uh, at a school. I teach Bible. I'm going to be working with seniors this year, so mm -hmm. looking forward to that. And, uh, and, and again, I'm looking forward to the next workshop and whatever else the Lord decides that, you know, wherever he places me to add some more value, hopefully with you guys some more. So, yeah. cool. I love that. So my challenge to you watching, listening, wherever you're tuning into is write down what's next. You see how every single leader up here had an answer to that question. There was no, ah, I, I don't, ah, ah, ah. No, it's like, what's next? Well, tomorrow. See how present we are? Today. What's next? Oh, well, tomorrow I'm going to go, tomorrow I'm on a plane. I'm getting ready to go do some more leader, leadership development, right? I'm hanging out with you because that's exactly what we're about to go do. <laughs> it's like, that's, that is, I need you to have an answer to that. After you get filled with awareness, mindfulness, you got a little sense of your purpose, you know what leadership looks like from a, a business standpoint, but also from a personal standpoint, you have some in inspiration pumped into you, lock in on your focus, what do you do next? Write it down, write it down. Um, for me, we just gonna try and make it through TSA with a stroller, that's what we gonna try and do. Um, really, it's just, um, I'm, I'm gonna have to have the hard conversation probably with Doc, an autumn of what what can I do better what can we do better um, what we did well and then um, and then we're gonna go to implementing that probably for the next 90 days to get ready for the next one you know and that's and that's just what's next and see how we can elevate um, so now to the fun part now to the fun part um, we have our amazing attendees um, we're gonna just ask us some questions. What whatever's on their mind, we we have given them a list of questions. So yes, <laughs> we have. But but also yeah, prompts. Prompts. Yes, they can they can put their own twist on it. So um, yeah, you know what? I'm actually I think I want to hand the mic to them. Should we give them the mic? Should we give them the mic? Yeah, give them the mic. Yeah. Should we give them the mic? Yeah. 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 Give them the mic. Right. Give them the mic. Right. These are extremely confident folks who they look themselves in the mirror. They yeah. speak power into their lives. They tell themselves, "I love you" in the mirror. So this is nothing for these. For well, these we folks. can pretend to be confident at least, right? Yes, exactly. There you Take go. the posture. Okay. Uh, what would you guys say are the key factors or experiences that have shaped your personal and professional growth journeys? Oh. Sobriety, for me, recovery, sobriety, that's the key thing that shaped my personal development. Um, 10 years ago, I started participating in, in coaching, life coaching, workshops. I went down, I went all the way down the rabbit hole, the, the whole Tony Robbins and, um, oh my gosh, Les Brown. I was listening to all of these YouTube videos constantly, but I wasn't actually, I wasn't ready. I was willing. I was able, but I wasn't ready to start implementing those things. As soon as my recovery journey started, 
and I was ready to do those things, that's when everything changed. All the doors started opening, the, the path I thought I was supposed to be on was illuminated and I realized, oh, it's much bigger. It's not this narrow fitness and nutrition, it's this huge life-changing goal-setting transformation. So as soon as I stopped doing that one thing that was getting in my way, that's when everything changed. I, for sure, best decision I ever made, most empowerful, impactful decision I've made is to get sober. For me, um, the main experience that has catapulted my personal and professional growth is prison, facing those hard, those hard circumstances, walking through that valley, understanding that I had to confront myself when I didn't want to and I was forced to. And when the world was telling me, Jay, there's something wrong with you, and I didn't believe him. Do you know what I mean? Where I like, and so my self leadership journey of taking myself from convict to coach, taking myself from prison to six figures, that's, that's what I did in a healthy and mature way of wanting to be the best version of myself. Anybody else? On personal and professional experiences or any experiences that have catapulted our personal and professional growth? Uh, yeah, I'm going to say God, um, people, and uh, adversity. Mostly uh, the things that God allowed into my life that I would not willingly allow into my life um, by choice, you know? So we talk a lot about discipline in the, um, in the leadership and personal, personal development space. And um, that's an area that I'm growing in. And I can make those choices because those are the things that I'm in control of. But some of the things that have shaped me the most are the things that were allowed into my life that I didn't have any control over you know, death, trial, unexpected, things like that. So, um, yeah, God, people, and um, adversity, for sure. Pass it back. No. I didn't know if you wanted me to use that. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah. You want all I want. Unless you're going to drop me that out of here. <laughs> Man, I would. Yeah, you know how this works, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know me. You know me. You know I'm not going to drop that to you. You know that. You don't have space on your phone for it either, so don't. Stop acting like it's my fault that you're not going to get your footage. <laughs> Go ahead. Your phone got like one whole megabyte left. You're stressing it out right now. Right. Man. Right, right, right. <laughs> Man, uh, it, you know, it's funny that Doc said adversity because that was the thing that was ringing in my head was it was adversity, right? It was all those things that felt like they were happening to me that actually were happening for me, right? It was getting cut from that team that I moved across the country for to go join, getting cut from that team four times in five years. It was dad getting diagnosed with cancer twice. It was all those things that I thought were going to take me down that actually were the catalyst to help me build myself up. And then I think the step after that was risk. And so it was putting myself, being willing to take the risk to put myself in those positions of adversity, waiting for them to come to me, right? When I think about my journey working with ET and how I turned down a cushy coaching job, 60,000 a year, more than my parents had ever made in a year combined, to go do an unpaid internship with a guy who yells on the internet, right? A lot of people would look at that as adversity, 
Because like, you're not getting paid. You just got two degrees from one of the best schools in the country. You're not getting paid, right? So that looks like adversity on the front end, but then when you realize, okay, if I'm willing to take a risk and put myself in that position, put myself in an area where it might be challenging or difficult for me, that's when the growth comes. And I think having it brought to you is level one and going to it is level two. And when you get to that point, you can get a lot less scared because you know what you're capable of and you know that you can put yourself in a difficult position, you can get through it, and you can do it with the intentionality of actually growing and becoming something greater on the other side of it. And that's the most empowering thing that I can think of. I love that. Well, you think I'm gonna let you slide on that? Come on. No, I didn't think you were gonna let me slide on that at all. Uh, what really catapulted, I, I was just going over my own life experiences, what really catapulted my personal growth was uh, survival. Like, surviving. I felt that in my bones, that I had to survive so many different experiences, both good and bad experiences, that survival is what catapulted my personal development. Whether I knew it was a focus or not, I was always working to do better each and every day. That's one of my mottos is do better, do better, do better. Because I, I had to survive, yeah. I got it so important that I tattooed it on me. Um, but that's what catapulted my personal development. I have survived things that most people haven't survived. So I guess, you know, I can figure out how I did it so I can replicate it and teach it. Because my goal with personal development is not just to live it, but to show others how to live it so that they can grow too. That's good. That's good. Oh, oh, we're taking turns. Okay, I like that. I like that. I like that. Okay. Um, how do you approach continuous learning and development to stay ahead in your field? Oh, how do we approach continuous learning and development to stay ahead? To stay ahead in our field. Yeah. For me, I commit to taking a course or a workshop or an online something. I pay that's, I pay for memberships so that I have to take the classes. Mm. If it's like a free something, I'm probably not going to show up. It's just mm. easier to get out of. So I invest, I put the money into programming. Um, I get memberships. I have a few memberships for coaching and specifically in drug and alcohol counseling and they offer continuing education so i put things on my calendar i commit to it i invest in it ahead of time right now what is it july uh, through october i have something scheduled every single month at least one thing where it's a, either a one hour workshop or a weekend workshop or something like this that i'm going to um, when it comes to nutrition and fitness especially nutrition it's always changing as you might know last year you know eggs were bad this year eggs are good so in that arena it's staying on top of certifications not letting things expire um and setting money aside as much that might sound i don't know bad or scary but that's what it is i pay for it i put i put money down on it so that i'll show up and get it done I realized, or I accepted really, that I am worth spending money on. I used to spend that money. Part. I used that to spend part. money on drinks. I would have bought everybody in here all the drinks they wanted. Yeah. Then been like, what in the world? Now that all goes back to me and my jewelry collection. Those those two things. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I pay um, for continuing education, and I schedule it out months mm. in advance so that I'm guaranteed to show up because I've invested my money into learning more and staying on top of my game. That's great. Yeah. That's good. That's good. 
10% rule. Yes. 10% of your income needs to be towards your personal development. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's, that is it. Transformation happens after a transaction. I truly, truly believe. Like, I remember my first workshop I put on. It was uh, $27. First one in my hometown. Yeah. Boy, it was like pulling teeth to get people to show up to that. <laughs> right? Yes. $27 in my hometown. Right? Because I'm talking personal development. Not a lot of people like it. Not a lot of people want it. Right? My mom was like, oh, honey, I'll come support you. My, you got to buy a ticket. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> you better buy it now while it's on the early bird. Otherwise, it's going to go up. <laughs> she said, well, are you, I'm your mama. You're going to make me buy a ticket? I said, Mom, hold on. Here's the thing. You were just talking to me about how excited you were to get started on your workout because your body about to look a certain way because you got a personal trainer. Because you invested the money into a personal trainer. Like you, like, you was excited to go to the gym. You was excited to get up. I ain't never heard you talk about, I'm a meal prep and hit all of this. But now you got a personal trainer and you didn't pay money for him. Now you're ready for the transformation. Yeah. And I said, cool. Same thing Same thing with, with your personal development, with your mind, your heart, your body, your, your spirit, your soul, your relationships, your business and your finance. Transformation comes after a transaction. So 10% rule. A 10% of your income needs to go towards your personal development. That's uh, that, so I, I feel that. I'll I've, up it. I think 20%. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just more. Because <laughs> y'all know, the, the and, I, and I'm going to pass the mic on this, and this is why we have a panel. But the thing that I love about it is who would benefit if you became the best version of you? Like who? Who around you? Think about it, indirectly or directly. Who would benefit from you actually learning more about you? And how you operate and the traumas that, you, that you've been grown, that you've grown with and carried with, now it's time to sit down. The grudges that you have, the, you know, like who would who would benefit from you releasing that? Yes. The soccer team, your son's soccer team would benefit. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, I I come to stuff like this, like. Yeah. You you uh you were talking about yesterday, um, uh, principles, people or processes or procedures, right? And which one jives with your personality? Well, people mm -hmm. jive with my personality. And I realized, like, I have to be surrounded um, with people that are yeah. growing me. Yeah. When I was in the sixth grade, man, I always thought there was something wrong with me because I was young for my grade. I got the summer birthday, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And, and, uh, and when I was in the sixth grade, I was young enough to play on a fifth grade basketball team. And so I was like, probably, that was probably the best player in the league um, but I didn't improve and I uh, wasn't super conscious when I was a kid but when I look back in hindsight I found the value of surrounding myself with people who are older wiser more experienced ahead of the game right and um, because of this in my seventh grade year I went and played basketball and I was one of the worst on the team and I was like yo this sucks you know <laughs> and so uh, I started going to the gym playing with grown men playing with people who were older than me more experienced and gleaning from them learning from them and so uh, my wife and I we meet with our our therapist that we yes we pay for man transformation comes after a transaction did somebody write that down because that was good um, <laughs> and uh, man when I went to the 120 when I went to uh, um, when I joined Extreme Execution, like, man, realizing, like, the investment into me, uh, man, that's been special. So I'm just living this out. Like, I'm in the space with you guys, you know. And uh, I do have a coach. Um, I do have mentors. I speak with coaches and mentors 
regularly, weekly, uh, sometimes daily. Um, man, I'm really blessed with people and principles. The processes and procedures, your boy needs some help get, get right there. <laughs> no, no, I need some help. I need some help. Sounds like uh, uh, Keola. Yeah. Sorry, I keep wanting to pronounce that wrong. It sounds like Keola uh, could teach me a thing or two. Yes. So. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Nico, go ahead. Unless you want to air drum me Well, we've already talked about investments. We already talked about the people that you're surrounded by. Um, for me, it's, it's, uh, what keeps me committed is stretching myself. Like if, if I can keep on stretching myself a little bit more and a little bit more, how much better can I get? Like it's a never ending question. Mm-hmm. How much better can I get? And if I can get even 1% better each and every day, that compounds. Um, and when I stop doing that, then I don't feel like I've completed my own commitment to myself. And that commitment is doing better. Mm-hmm. So uh, stretching is one, w- one of the ways that I stay committed to personal and professional development. I also firm believer in the transformation comes after a transaction. Um, and you know, if I'm gonna ask somebody to do something, I better have done it first. Yeah. So if I'm gonna lead, then I'm gonna lead by example. I'm gonna ask somebody to invest in me uh, part of their transaction so they can get a transformation, then I better have done 10 times what they've, what I'm asking them to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's one of the ways that I stay committed to it. Yeah. I promised I cried in the mirror before, so check that <laughs> off the box. I did it. I did it. <laughs> Man, for me, it's just being conscious and intentional of not becoming complacent. You know, I, I've been blessed and privileged to be in a position where the number one motivational speaker in the world calls me every day. I'm shocked you hadn't called me now and interrupted this yet today, right? (laughs) Like, but that's, that's the reality of the position that I've been put in. And so he pours into me a lot. And I think a lot of people, if you have that type of access, sometimes you devalue what that really means for your life. And so for me, I was just telling Doc about the story of how Jay and I met and it was me while I was already talking to the number one motivational speaker every day, going and volunteering at one of our own events, drove, what, 10, 12 hours from Missouri to Atlanta to go volunteer. And Jay just so happened to be there as an attendee and that's how we connected and we've had a lot of incredible things come from that. So I think if you get too comfortable with how good you've become, it's a balance, right? It's a fine line. You've gotta be proud of yourself for how far you've come, but you can't allow yourself to be satisfied or complacent with that. You've gotta continue to keep pushing that forward. Like Nico said, there's a gap between what you're capable of, what God gave you, what the potential is, versus what your reality is. And I think every single day, if you can wake up and chase that gap and try and close that as much as you can without allowing it to affect your self-esteem. Just because that gap isn't closed doesn't mean you're a bad person, but it means that you're working on closing that gap every single day because the game isn't to arrive, the game is to see how far you can go. And as long as you keep that in front of mind, I think you'll never fall off. Okay. All right, all right, can you share any specific strategies that you that have helped you overcome challenges and obstacles along the way? Strategies. We did, we did all weekend. We get we get the sauce. You know, I feel like we get the sauce. But for the listeners who are tuning in for the podcast, <laughs> who missed the, who missed the workshop, better go buy the ticket now. 
<laughs> you better go buy the ticket to the next one now. <laughs> uh, I'll jump in. Ladies you want first, to? right? Yeah, I'm mean, going. Um, writing things down, that's simple. She took mine. Regular, degular, as <laughs> she took mine. Regular old <laughs> pen to paper. Yeah. Have an idea, write it down. Um, have a goal, write it down. Telling other people, my safe people, my level seven positive energy people sharing that idea or that thought. But I always write things down, which means that I have a lot of journals and I have decades of journals with ideas and thoughts. Um, that process of getting it out of my head and onto paper is magic, I think. I believe that it, there's some kind of power in taking it from my brain and putting it onto paper, spelling it out that helps make it come to life. Mm -hmm. um, and then when it comes to obstacles, I no longer am afraid to say, help, somebody help me. I don't know what I'm doing, I'm lost, I need help, you're better at this. Um, you maybe, when you said older, wiser, I think also younger, hungrier people, mm. <laughs> which is yeah. Jay's, Jay's, I, I swore. <laughs> I was like, oh, he is, yeah. he's definitely, I don't know. He's my yeah. age, he's gotta be my age. And when I found out he wasn't, I was like, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> either, either of those, either older, wiser, younger, younger and hungrier, mm. keeping those people around that I can share and mm. ask for help. Mm. I'm just not afraid to ask for help anymore. I don't like, I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing, especially in motherhood. So yeah. that is freeing to say, I can ask for help and that's only gonna get me where I wanna be. So those are those are my two. Writing it down, asking for help. That's good. And yo, isn't it? Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. It's it's all the church I went to, I think, as a kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that's good. And, um anybody else? Okay. Anybody? That's a good, good question, audience. Wow. Yeah. You guys are really You're good amazing. with these amazing. questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you touched on something that I want to kind of expand on a little bit more. Your seven plus people, your seven energy plus people. Yep. You know, sharing what you're doing is super important. Mm -hmm. Not only because it allows you to like clarify it in your head enough so that it's just not mumble jumble coming out of your mouth. Um, like you have to formulate the thought on exactly what you're doing. Uh, but it goes into the asking for help. There's people out there who have already done what you're trying to do. So uh, engaging them, community, is mm -hmm. one of the ways that I overcome obstacles. Mm -hmm. um, I find a solid community to be around. Whether that's once every 17 months I get to meet up with them. Um, <laughs> for real, like that's, that's, how, that's how it goes. Um, whether it's virtually, I get to communicate with them, right? Every Saturday, I'm on a call. Every Sunday, I'm on a call. Every Thursday, I'm on a call. Mm -hmm. um, there's community that you need, and you got to share what you're doing with them because facing an obstacle by yourself makes it so huge. Mm -hmm. When you can share that load with other people, it, it makes it makes it easier. Yep. So having a community is one of the ways that I overcome obstacles. That's one of my strategies. Mm -hmm. um, and it is sharing it with the wrong people at times because then I understand who's actually with me. Um, there's some things that I've shared and I thought people were gonna ride with me and they're like, yeah, no, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, no way. Yeah. And I'm like, cool. That happens to me quite often, dog. <laughs> I'll share, I'll share a, like a million dollar plan ready to go. Brandon's like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm like, B, but we got it. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be the one. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So that's one of my strategies for overcoming is getting in a solid community and sharing it. When I was a gymnast, I had this coach of mine who, it's where I coined that phrase, it's better to be impactful than impressive because he was never somebody who went out and coached an Olympic team or anything like that. And I've worked with people like that. They're great people. But this guy, he only coached up to level five, which if you know anything about gymnastics, it's like that's halfway up, right? So before you get to college, it's elite is the top level, that's Olympics. Then you have college, then you have levels one through 10. So he only ever coached and competed up to level five. So he was not somebody that you would consider as having a super impressive resume, but he was able to connect with athletes and lead them in a way that none of those people with the impressive resumes were ever able to do, at least not with me. And he ended up with stage four colon cancer. And he was coming to the gym with a megaphone. He had a a bag attached to his stomach. He couldn't move around, he couldn't yell. He was coming to the gym with a megaphone because that was his style. He was known for his energy and his loud, his volume. And he couldn't do it, so he he came with a megaphone. And somebody asked him one time, you know, what keeps you going? And he was coaching until the day he died. I mean, he he was coaching his entire life. And he said, you know, I just keep putting one foot in front of the other and I keep my head down. And I just feel like eventually, by the time, yeah, I feel like eventually, by the time I'm able to pick my head back up again, I'll be in a better place. And that's just been the mentality that I've had ever since then. It's like, if you have an obstacle, and this is, again, I get in trouble with people for this, but because it's not not the modernly accepted way to look at things, but you got an obstacle, what did you expect? Like, what do you expect? Mm -hmm. You're going to have obstacles. Like, it's not going to be, here's the goal and the dream that I have. It's free, right? (laughs) That's just not how life has ever worked. So my question is, what's the alternative? If you don't do something about it and take one of these strategies, ask for help, get in a community. What's the alternative? Just lay down and not, that doesn't work for me, right? So I think if you just put one foot in front of the other, eventually, God, the universe, time itself, however you choose to view it, it has this respect for people who just don't stop. Yep. Yeah. 100%. Go ahead, Dad. No, you're, I was just passing it. No, you just passing Hey, here, let me say this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to say, I, I, I sit here, I listen to you guys talk, and I'm becoming more and more aware that I have so much to offer, right? Yeah. But my thing is, like, my, my, I'm just sitting here like, man, Brandon, that's... That's really great, man. That's like really <laughs> freaking impressive. And I like, so I, I just want to say like, I'm just, I'm just in it with us, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just here growing together with you guys. And, um, yeah, I just, it's, it's an honor to be, to be a, a part of the community like you're talking about. Yeah. And, uh, I'm, I'm just impressed, man. I don't come I like if I got something to offer yeah i'm gonna tell you like this is what i got to offer but at the end of the day like i'm not really the type of cat um that's going to i'm gonna say hey this is what i'm doing and uh you got to go do it too mm-hmm. i mean there's certain areas of my life for sure like my relationship with my wife yeah i'm gonna I'm let you know i i'll put my wife I'll, I'll put my relationship with my wife up against pretty much anybody 
Um, but even still, like I'm just exploring the idea of intimate relationship with everybody else. Mm -hmm. I'm exploring the idea of um, coming up with strategies and discovering what works with works for me with everybody else. So like I'm just in the game with you guys, man. So that's that's what I'm sitting here thinking as I'm amazed by like the wisdom and authority that you guys speak from like it's dope i love that i love that. sometimes it's, I, I don't i don't like the word overwhelming because it feels like we can't handle it and i truly believe that god would not put something on your plate that you cannot handle so i don't believe in being overwhelmed i believe in mismanagement mm -hmm. and so when i sit in awe of all of you guys and what knowledge that you guys have and everything that you have to offer that's why today i sat down i was like they, they probably hear me speak all the time. But they don't know what I fill up on. All these guys, every single one of these people are part of my personal life. Coaches, mentors, friends, circle, inner circle. That's what I fill up on. That's how, how do you show up the way you do, Jay? I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. It's the people I've kept in my life for the past 17 months. It's the, it's the man that I want to be. But most importantly, the biggest strategy for me is that I reassess every 90 days and make sure that I'm on that path to that course that I actually set out for. Because sometimes when we get in the middle of the sea of creation and the wind starts blowing, our ship can get turned around, we can start headed back towards the island of ego, is what I call it, and start going back to what we're used to. And, and I reassess every 90 days. Is my mind where I want it? Is my body where I want it? Is my spirit where I want it? My intimate relationships, my networking relationships, my business and my finances. And if they're not, I make the adjustment. Right. For the next 90 days. And I, I do that in patterns for what? 10 years, baby. 10 years. I'm so excited I turned 30. Now I get to make a whole nother 10-year plan. Like, I get to, that's what I was excited for when I turned 30. I was like, a 10-year plan, bro? I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. But it doesn't mean that I am. Uh, rap album's coming. And uh, it, doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that I'm married to this certain vision of how my life should look. But... It's enough to get started for the next 90 days. And then, like Michelangelo, tailored down that, that hunk of rock to the statue of David, right? He saw David in his mind. Nobody else saw David. They saw an ugly boulder of a rock, and Michelangelo got to work. Probably in 90-day increments. <laughs> I'm just saying. It might have took him 10 years. 12 months, then nine. Oh, come on. <laughs> Exactly what it was. You got to break story. it down. Do you know that? I, so part of the reason I pay to go to therapy is because my my <laughs> my counselor, this dude, like it's like illustration after like he is a beast, man. And uh, but have you heard the story about? I think it's Michelangelo, but uh, it's one of the famous artists. I don't know, but he uh, this kid is watching him chip away. Do you guys know this story? Uh -uh. Chip, watching him chip away, and and he's sculpting a lion. And uh, finally, it gets towards the end, and the kid comes up to him, Michelangelo, let's say it is, and he, said, he, he says, excuse me, how did you know that was in there? <laughs> it started off as a big old piece, big old stone, yeah. and he chiseled away at it, just like you just said. Yeah. And he said, man, how did you know that was in there? Wow. You know? And so that's like what this development space is, man, is just allowing God to chip away at what he knows is in there. 
Come on. Yeah, Mic drop. Yeah, bro. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. That's good. Wow. Just gotta, this is, I gotta take off after this. Um, yeah. Ready? Ready. All right. What advice would you give to someone looking to amplify their personal and professional growth? Get a coach. Get a coach. Get a team. Get a. <laughs> That's but my biased answer. But I can only share. Like you said, I'm not going to tell someone to do something that I didn't do. The the exercises that I shared with you are not brand new ideas that I came up with myself. That's coaching prompts and tools that those coaches got from somebody else too. Mm -hmm. um, and I've been able to use those and share those over the last 10 or 15 years. Um, I think that if we are willing to pay somebody to do our nails, come on, pay somebody come on. to do our hair, pay come somebody on. to thread our eyebrows come or on. whatever all those little things are, why not pay somebody to help you amplify it, like become who you wanna be? Um, even in, in recovery, you get a sponsor somebody to be accountable to. You have to be willing to invest in guardrails. Is that your thing? Guardrails? Yo, come on, man. Guardrails. You got to invest in the, in the guardrails. You have to be willing to invest also in the cheerleaders. Come on, you got this. Let's go. Have to be in, for me, my, my head coach is the tough love, you know? Just kind of like, what are you doing? What happened? When I disappeared for, I don't know, a year or so, my coach didn't see me. I came back after some real trouble, um, some legal trouble, some behind the wheel, illegal driving trouble, we'll say. Mm -hmm. He said, what happened? You lost your mind? Where'd you go? And I was like, just head hung down. But I'm still with him to this day because he knew that I needed to hear that, like, who are you? How did you know that was in there? How did you know? That's exactly what I pay thousands of dollars a year for. Um, I won't even give a new phone right now because there's leadership things that I wanna, I'm like, I don't need a new phone. I'll put some tape on that, but I'm going to that leadership conference in Boston for sure. <laughs> How much is the phone? 1500? Mm, I'll just leave those cracks on there. Cause it doesn't matter. The phone is not changing my life. What's changing my life is the work that's being done. That's coach, that's awesome. get a coach. Get a coach. It will accelerate it's your true. learning curve. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Let's, and yo, and, I, and I, one thing I love about that question is that, one, to amplify must mean you are already achieving. There's already some type of progress. Yes. There's already some type of movement and start. <laughs> no, I got to stop speaking in front of Jay. And I'm going to let Brandon finish. <laughs> Well, since you already have something within you, you should start showing up fully. Um, but to be, to be honest though, before you even brought up the whole Amplify thing, which you're right, you can't amplify something that's not already there. So you've already got something within you if you're going to amplify it in the first place. And if you're here and you're hearing this, you've got something in you, right? Yeah. But even before Jay said that, the first thing that came to my mind is, if you want to start down that path of personal growth, start showing up fully as you are. Because I think many of us, we, we, we think that personal growth means adding to us. We add a skill set, we add some sort of training, we, we, we develop ourselves in some way. But realistically, before I ever spoke, before I ever 
held a microphone before when I was still having panic attacks as a 22 year old fifth year senior standing up in front of 18 people on the first day of class, I still knew that I had this in me. I was just afraid to show up as all of me. And you don't have to do or become or be anybody different. You just have to be all of who you already are. And if you can just accept that and walk in that truth, then the rest of the development will come. But you can't progress until you show up fully as you are now. Mm-hmm. Hey, let me say this, yo. Yeah, no, we're not, we're not going. We're going to keep rolling. She, she, she got to right. Yeah. Kiel is a, a beast. It is. Yes. Man, I'm sorry that I got here so late, man. That's, I really... <laughs> Thank yeah. you. You're in LA, man. I'm gonna hunt you down. I'm gonna I'm I'm get y'all connected. I'm yeah, y'all please connected. do. We need one more, one more uh, female on the team. Leah Baez. I'm throwing her name out there. That's who it is. Okay, well, let's, yeah. let's make some work. This is just you know. for another female. Yeah, one more, one more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love it. Oh, I was just all I was gonna say is uh, I'm I'm so used to you. Uh, I'm so used to uh, Zoom, right? <laughs> It, Brandon hits a little different in person. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's all. That's all I really wanted to say. Brandon, you, you it hey, hits don't, a little different in person. Don't pump his head up, bro. Like, no, I will, dude. It, like, I'm an encourager. Yeah, I, that's yeah. why I got excited with the cheerleader comment because uh, that's who I am, bro. Yeah. Oh, picture time. Yeah, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, so, that's that's awesome. That's the clock of the wall. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not leaving without no picture. She ain't leaving without pictures. They're fired up, bro. That's cool. Get your picture. Go ahead. You want to get in? Go ahead. So, anyways. <laughs> as a, <laughs> guys? <laughs> fellas? So, you guys still here? Yeah, we gotta move, man. It's like that last episode of Fresh Prince. You know? Hey! Who turned off the lights? 